the faith of Mary, uh, someone who uh, doesn't get a lot of attention in Protestant churches anyway. And, uh, but what we discover is a statement that she makes here in Luke chapter 1 is so, so important uh, for us understanding what faith really looks like. She simply says to the messenger of God, the angel who comes to her and tells her about God's grace, tells her about what God is going to do through her and through her son Jesus, um, she simply says, in the end, she makes the statement, let it be done to me according to God's word. And uh, I'm not sure if a clearer statement of faith can, uh, can be made uh, other than that. Uh, let whatever God wants to do um, in my life and let, let whatever God has said he's going to do uh, in my life, let it be. Um, I'm going to yield everything that I am, um, all that I have, to God's plan. And that's exactly what she does in verse 38. And so uh, we're going to kind of go backwards. I want to read verse 38 to you, and then we're going to read the whole passage together. But verse 38 simply says, And Mary said to the angel, Behold, the bondslave of the Lord, be it done to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Going back to verse 26, we notice that uh, the Bible says here, In the sixth month, uh, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the descendants of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming in, he said to her, Hail, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at this statement and kept pondering what kind of salutation this might be. Verse 30 says, And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Verse 34 says, And Mary said to the angel, Well, how can this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the holy offspring shall be called the Son of God. And behold, even your relative Elizabeth also conceived a son in her old age. And she who was called barren is now in her sixth month, for nothing will be impossible for God. And hearing all of that news, all of those things that the angel said to her, her response in verse 38 was, let it be. The bondservant of the Lord, here I am. Let it be according to all that God has said. Now, there are a few things that the angel communicates to Mary um, that are very important. First, she's responding positively, uh, affirmatively to the gospel of grace. 
The angel first comes to her. She's afraid of him at first, but then the angel says, Don't be afraid. You have found favor with God. You have found grace in the eyes of God. That's the first thing that she's responding positively to. She's receiving that grace. Now, the word order there that's used is that it's not as though God sees Mary and she just shines from among all the other women on the earth. It's not as though she's more righteous or more holy or anything like that. It's simply that God in His grace, God in His mercy has chosen this woman. And uh, she realizes that because she is visited by a messenger of God who says to her, God has chosen you for this. And so when she says, let it be done, in verse 38, she's saying, let's do it. I accept that gift. I accept this commission. I accept this responsibility. And it was a great responsibility. It wasn't just the grace, but the second thing that we notice, it was the uh, accepting the fact that she was going to be the mother of a ruler. Because he says here, he will be great. He will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever. Now, neither Mary nor Joseph, the man who she was betrothed to, neither one of them had any kind of experience raising a king. Uh, you know, sometimes, uh, most of the time in, throughout history, uh, monarchs were raised by their parents, who were also monarchs, and there was this type of tradition. You, you knew how things were going to go for your children, so you knew how to raise them. They had, they had no experience at all, and, and here the angel was telling her, uh, you're going to, to give birth to a king who's going to rule, and he's going to reign, and not only is he going to reign some group of people, he's going to reign, to reign uh, the entire earth eventually, and mo more importantly, he's going to reign over you. He's going to be your savior. He's going to be your Lord. He's going to be your king. And so she's not only responding affirmatively to the grace of God, but she's also saying yes to the lordship and the reign of Christ over her life. Even this is going to be her son. And we have to do that as well. We can't, just, we can't just say yes to God's invitation of the gospel and accept that grace, but we also have to receive the lordship of Christ over our life. We have to follow Him as our Lord and Savior. That's the second part that we see here. And then finally, the last one, whenever she asked the question in verse 34, how is this going to happen? You know, I love the fact that God allows us to ask questions. Um, sometimes we feel like we can't ask questions uh, in church or, uh, you know, uh, among friends who are Christians. We think that there are, you know, questions we shouldn't be asking or something like that. But I, I love the Word of God. Here Mary is. She's chosen among all other women for this task. And she asks a simple question. How is this possible? How in the world am I going to bear a son when I'm a virgin? She asks the question. <laughs> the angel says, in verse 35, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the holy offspring shall be called the Son of God. You know, there's another place in Scripture that uh, 
where the wording is very much like that. It's in Acts 1.8, and it's actually when Jesus is talking to his disciples. And I want to turn there just for a second. Because as Jesus is talking to his disciples as they go out and as the New Testament church is being birthed, he gives them this encouragement. This might sound familiar. He says, It's not for you to know the times or the epochs which the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and even to the remotest part of the earth. The same promise that God gave to, uh, to Mary to tell her this is how this is going to happen. The Holy Spirit is going to come upon you. It's going to overshadow you. This is going to be a miraculous thing. He also says to the church in the New Testament, and he, and he says to us today, he gives us that promise of the Holy Spirit that we're not alone and that the work that He is going to do through His church and through you as you live out the Christian faith and as you share your faith with others, the Holy Spirit is going to be with you and is going to do some miraculous work that sometimes you're not even going to know it's happening at the time. And so Mary, when she says yes, when she answers the call, when she takes up this assignment, she's saying yes specifically to these three things. Yes, I accept God's grace, His choosing of me. Yes, I accept the reign of Christ in my life. I accept the responsibilities under His Lordship and under His reign. And then finally, yes, I accept the power of the Holy Spirit and the work of the Holy Spirit in and through my life so that God can do these things in my life. Otherwise, left to my own strength would not happen. She says, let it be done to me according to the Word of God. Let us, as believers today, make the same statement every day, all the time, to the Lord in faith. Say, yes, Lord, let it be done to me according to your Word and according to your will. Let us live in faith.